You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You're tuned in to Pen Drop Discussions. We're delivering insightful information through genuine conversations. Never miss a message that's for you. Oh, this is Pen tuned in to pin drop discussions this is your host tyler parker and today we have special guests from razzle and dazzle the hosts we have courtney and alexis <laughs> hey Take guys two. how's it going hey what's up you guys you know who it is it's us actually if you haven't listened to us yet you can go check us out on razzled and dazzled on spotify apple music and spreaker or you Go ahead. Oh, remix. Sorry, Courtney wanted to talk in. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram on Razzle dot and dot dazzled. So please, please go follow us and you know, we're gonna get a little freaky with Tyler tonight. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so today we're gonna be talking about their podcast, you know, kind of um their how their creative process is going and you know, later this week we'll get into talking about rejection at fun stuff because i got a book on it I haven't started re- well i have started reading it but i'm not ready to talk about it yet so i'm gonna borrow one of your books later you look you got absolutely, some good ones absolutely yeah, i need one good. for my, my christmas break if you don't mind i'm oh, still sure. reading through the love languages book Mm. Tyler gives a good book for gifts. I'm definitely a book person. Mm-hmm. Like I've read like I'm not like one of those people who likes books like mm-hmm. um to go shopping for books. I like yeah. somebody to give me a book because I just mm. feel like it's more like I'm more into it because they were excited about it, you know? Got you. So it's, what type of books do you like? I like, I love murder mysteries. Those mm. slap. I love, um, like my favorite book I read was The Art, was it the Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm, That's, that one's good. I read that before I left from boot camp, actually. Got you. That's so cool. it gave me a more chill vibe before I left to like really, really just stop worrying about shit. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Um, or it's called the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Same, same, different. Yeah, that's, that one's been on um, like the best seller. It's a great book. Yeah. Like the way the um, the uh, like the author wrote it. Mm-hmm. He wrote it wrote it in his eyes, but he also mm-hmm. gives you different ways to look at it mm-hmm. through one view. It's pretty cool. Okay. It's like yeah. tripping on acid but reading a book at the same time. <laughs> okay, I've never tripped on acid. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, Me either. Facts. <laughs> Have you tripped on acid? <laughs> Definitely. Oh, okay. All right. Awesome. I don't have anything to compare it to, but it sounds like a good time. Um, I think everyone should do holistics. Really? Psychedelics. It makes you have a different life view on everything. You learn to agree with who you are. Mm. 
Really? Yeah, Courtney's gonna do it one day with me. Are one you, day. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. Like, what type of psychedelics? Well, I mean, neither, I mean, mushrooms won't come up on any drug tests. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'll probably start off on LSD because LSD is easier to control. I just mm. feel like I need a guide. Yeah, yeah there. I don't, don't want to have a bad trip. I'm a, I'm a spirit <laughs> guide. And I also can, like, my friends that have done it with me or whatever, like, mm-hmm. I can, I've never had somebody have a bad trip with me. I've, had, mm-hmm. I've done it by myself before because I was going mm-hmm. through a lot of dark shit. Yeah. And it made me experience all my dark shit. So I had, mm-hmm. a, like, I had a dark trip, but it wasn't mm-hmm. bad when I got out of it. Gotcha. So yeah. you go through your emotions in the way you need to process them. Like, like my yeah. father's death, mm. I did shrooms, mm. and the whole wall turned into like this, like you know the Hindu elephant. Mm-hmm. But you, I saw the eye and everything. But I could like I felt differently, and it made me feel differently about the death of my father. Wow. So what? Like how? Because I was, feel the end of it. Uh, okay, so I was crying the whole time. Like mm. my face was soaking wet. I didn't know I was crying. I thought I was sweating. <laughs> But no, I was just crying and I just, you know, I was talking, but I wasn't talking. I felt like I was talking to my energies and trying mm. to help them compose each other okay. and bring my chakras together. Okay. So okay. that so. was definitely uh, something that I think everyone needs to experience if they go through something super dark because it helps mm. you learn to cope with who you are. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on a, uh, on a dark trip right now. I mean, the Navy's doing it to me. I don't know about yeah. it. Like I'm yeah. about to get out in July. So Ooh. if anybody from the Navy's listening to this, <laughs> it will be legal. Thanks. I wasn't in the military when I did any of this. I just joined a year and a half ago. So Ooh, if you uh, feel like you should judge, you could eat one. All right. I don't know how explicit <laughs> this thing is, but. It's actually not explicit at all, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> all right. So it's going to be the one pen Sorry, pin drop. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I have a sailor's mouth, did it? <laughs> we are sailors first. But, um, so when did your father pass? We don't mind me asking. Well, I, well my biological father died when I was five. Mm. And then my dad, my dad died when I was 22. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. How old are you? 26. 26, okay. 20, yeah, you said that on the podcast. I heard that. Yeah. Because they were like, you're older. Yeah. You know. Yeah, 22. Stuff. Court, yeah, court, 22 year old. I, I love you. She's got a June birthday. She's, She's my little cancer, and I'm her little Aries. Oh, you're Aries? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I have a fiery personality. Tyler, what are you? I'm a Libra. You're yeah, a, we went my over sister's this. a Libra. We had this discussion the first night that we met. At Bible study, yeah. uh, Tyler was on another level that night. We're not going <laughs> to get into that. <laughs> that was a different life. That was, that was a different Tyler. It was. It was pre-COVID Tyler. That was pre-COVID, and then there was <laughs> during COVID, and now there's uh, post-COVID. But well, we're, we're back still, in it again. Yeah, it's so like I a second know. wave. Yeah, I don't know. it's yeah, it sucks. So yeah. what are you gonna do for this COVID? For this wave? This wave? Yeah. I think y'all keeping it real low key already. Yeah, I have. I've honestly been hiding. Um, I heard that they're going to start charging you for the hotel stay. So I've been looking at it like, hey, if I get locked up, it's 14 days free vacation. Just chilling at the hotel room. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get really stir crazy, but also like I could just sleep for 14 days. No, I don't think you would sleep like that, though. I think I would, would for like the first week. And yeah. then I'd be you would sleep like that for three days. And that was it. I don't know. I mean, they, I could sleep. Yeah, they, I know you can. They had some. Uh, I went and visited some people on um 
quarantine one time, and uh, I think they were only there for like seven days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it depends on how fast they're getting your test back, like Mm -hmm. depending on how you were exposed. Yeah. Or also like depends with um, like what your job in the hospital is. Right, yeah, because if they need you, they they need you. Because I know with um, my clinic specifically and probably yours as well, Um, they would try to get the test back, like a rapid result. Yeah. So I think it's like, like three hours. Yeah. They have one though that comes back in 20 minutes. It just depends your level of how sick you are. And if you, and have, it's expensive. So yeah. they don't want to, they don't want to pay for the it. The only yeah. people who've had that are people that are like in emergency situations. So mm. yeah. So if you're out there, please mask up, fuck the bullshit, hang yeah. out, be safe. Pretty much. I mean, uh, don't want to catch it at all. Me I have. I think I, I had it at boot camp actually. I think that you remember when I was oh, real yeah. sick in like this last November. Yeah. That was like I was like on my deathbed, and I don't really get sick like that. So yeah. I truly believe I had COVID because they just said it was an upper respiratory thing. That's but what I, said I, had. I was sick for like a month. They told me I had an extreme mm-hmm. allergy, um, sinus a sinus issue. What is it called? Mm-hmm. Sinus infection. Mm-hmm. But the thing was though, I like breathing at night. I was wheezing and mm-hmm. I had a fever 102. They're like, oh, you're fine. Right. Well, see, mine was so mine was yeah. so up and down. It wasn't just like a typical cold that you yeah, get like or I couldn't a typical fight upper respiratory. It was mm-hmm. like you start to feel better and then like snap back within the afternoon. But right. it's crazy you don't have antibodies, and I do though. Yeah, I've been tested for antibodies, so I've never had COVID or whatever they're testing now. I've never mm. been exposed to it or had it. So I have you antib- for antibodies. My clinic run a study. Oh. Yeah, and I have the antibody. I have not you all. Have I have. I have not all the antibodies I need, but I have a slight. So, so she's been exposed, but not enough to have a positive test. Yeah. Mm. Gotcha. Whereas other people in my clinic have been positive and their antibodies are like off the chart mm-hmm. but i have none and i've been in close contact with all those people so i don't know if i'm like immune to it or what the different strand is because with mm-hmm. everything like viral it, mm-hmm. it strands into other mm-hmm. stuff that makes sense oh that sucks um thanks i appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do a good job with cleanup it's fine everyone has that moment there was this girl at a school um mm-hmm. And I took her out, like we were friends. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take you out tonight and let you have some fun. I'm gonna show you how we drink in the South. Mm. Cause she's from New York. Mm-hmm. I was giving her Vegas bombs all night. What is a Vegas bomb? You know, okay, Vegas bomb is mm. crown, peach schnapps, Red Bull, splash of cranberry. It sounds deadly. It's the most deadly you could do. Cause okay. it's like a drop shot. Oh. Yeah, so you drop it in the Red Bull and chug it. Oh no. Um, <laughs> no. So she, me, um, I had one that night, and I know my limit on that is one and done. Mm-hmm. And she had about four or five. She vomited so hard, she peed in her um, her lamp drawer by her bed. She thought it was the toilet. That's For crazy. whatever reason, and she vomited everywhere and used her shirt to clean it up. I'm a puker. Yeah. I have always been me a too. puker at the party, but Tyler and I <laughs> together, <laughs> like, the weird eye contact happens. Like whenever something weird happens, I always look over and he's already waiting for me to look (laughs) over at him. And so whenever I'm about to throw up, it's like we've communicated already that it's happening and he'll like start heading my way. Yeah. I am, I'm a vomiter too, but I'm the type of, like Courtney knows, like I'll go work out and drink too much cold water and I'm a very silent vomiter. We'll be at a stop, like a stop sign or stoplight. She's like, I'm gonna throw up. It just opens the door, throws up really quick, and then closes it like nothing happened. And I'm like, what? Are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm good. That's all I needed. <laughs> I'm a silent vomiter. From the spin class? No, I, yeah, but I also just, I just, I'm a vomiter. 
Oh. Like I just vomit. Oh, like eating the pizza and the um and what's it called? In the in the galley. In the galley here. Oh yeah. It makes me sick. But it like some days you're just craving a shit pizza pizza. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Uh, me Tyler doesn't eat cheese. I do. I don't he eat- fed him cheese at the beach one time, but he was wasted, so that's the only I, I don't eat bacon or ice cream. <laughs> you don't eat bacon or ice cream? Mm-hmm. Why? They're not good. They're not good for you? Or Either. Just- I don't like them. So you don't like Okay, all right. You have to be like one of the only people that I know. We're back. We're live, baby. (laughs) Ten fifty-four. So I remember it. Okay, it did throw a little feng shui off a little bit. We were just rolling there. Yeah. Like my bad. Um, I think it's good. It's a good conversation. It's always easy to throw other people into it Mm because sometimes, like, if we can just spin off forever, but the mm-hmm. first episode we tried to record, mm-hmm. we did that. We're just like, let's just talk and see what comes up. Oh, right. it was so Because that kind of created, like, our want to do the podcast in the first place. Yeah. Right. It's just the conversations that we have. So, um, and we not- tried to do it, and we were so all over the map. We kind of are right now, <laughs> but it's different because it's an interview. It's right. just a ramble. Right. Yeah. Like, also with our podcast, I just feel like me and Courtney, we just, we are so good at talking with each other. Right. It's also, like, some of this stuff we say just is, like, it's it's funny. Personally, I crack myself up. She makes you me laugh so much. <laughs> you know, Ebony is still laughing at that. Ebony and I were That was some of my strongest work. Okay, backstory. We gotta go into it. <laughs> does Ebony listen to this? She does. All right, Ebony, this one's for you. Okay, so we were at... My room, which is not as nice as Tyler's room, but for whatever reason, Tyler's like, let's hang out in your room. <laughs> I don't know for what reason. Like, we have a chair. Yeah. Tyler sits in the chair, and we sit on our beds. Like, that's how it was. It's a chair. I think I had, chairs. like, at this point, probably, like, a bottle and a half of wine. White wine. My weakness. And oh, wow. um, we were going to go to a party later, so we weren't just drinking a drink. Like, we were pre-gaming. But um, his friend called, and I was I was pretty drunk. I tipped a whole glass of wine. I spilt it all over my pants, and I just continued in the pants. Like, I could have changed, but I was covered in wine all night. And his <laughs> friend called, and he was introducing her to my roommate and I. And she's like, hi, I'm Ebony. And I was like, without skipping a beat, and I think it was the smoothness of the comment that cracks me up. But I was yeah. like, hi, Ebony, I'm Ivory. Nice to meet you. <laughs> just cracked me I up. I don't get it. The song like Ebony and Ivory. Uh. <laughs> you don't know Ebony and Ivory? No. That's crazy. Well, sing it to me. Ooh. Ebony and Ivory. Something about living together in perfect <laughs> harmony. Oh, okay. I just think I don't... You know how bad I am with music? I think they say something else, so I still sing it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. I have a thing where I, like, don't... I tell people they're doing something. They'll be like, hey, what's this word? And then they'll tell me, I'm like, no, you don't say it like that. And then I can't even say it, so... Huh. It's okay. just a weird thing I do. I feel that. I mean, I, I mix words up when I sing every now and then. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's a, it's a cultural difference, too. I mean, we were all from different areas. You're from North Carolina. She's from Georgia. I'm Georgia. from Washington State. Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody talks differently. Everybody has different words for stuff. Yeah. I think I was, I don't know what What do you call a buggy? A cart. A yeah, buggy? a cart. Yeah. You know what a buggy is, though. Yeah, it's a shopping cart. Yeah, but what do you call it when you go to the store? A cart. Oh, I call it a buggy. Yeah. <laughs> so we used to call it buggies, like, but my mom is from Chicago. Oh, so it's it's, just, it's a cart. Yeah, she says. What part of North Carolina from? Oh, Raleigh. Oh, sh- I like Raleigh. Oh, okay. Which I just want to throw it out there, Ange, if you're listening to this, it's Raleigh. Not she Raleigh. says Riley. There's yeah. no. Th- what? There's no. It's, 
there's no why no, in it. It's not. I don't. I don't know. She just has Wrong. a thing where she's. She's, she's like, you're going to Riley. I was like, what? Yeah. How no. did you even get Riley out of that? <laughs> Funny shit. Like if she would have said rally, I might have understood. But Riley, yeah, she's pushing it. She, she, she just doesn't want to be different. That day. Okay. Uh, I understand. So how's your um how's your process been with the podcast? Like the um, I know I've seen a couple of posts on Instagram. Like how are your how are you reaching out and engaging with people? Well, so I'm thinking about after you know December because Christmas and you know that stuff. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do some Instagram like um. What's that word? Marketing promotions. promotion. It's like thirty five bucks for like seven days, and it reaches like thirty six thousand people. Ooh. So I'm Ooh. gonna, and I'm more the person who does like the actual posts, and Courtney does the editing and like the, all the technical stuff. Mm. So I guess I'm kind of like the. You're social media. I'm the social media <laughs> one, and also I'm one of those people who's like. Like, you know, Courtney and I, though, are really good about if she's like, hey, let's do it this way. I'm super cool with like going with it and vice versa. Like we work really good on like and also before I post anything, I'm like, hey, are you cool with this? Unless it's like our story or something, you know, like check our story today, please. It's definitely a Christmas Christmas shout out. There's a gem on there. It's it's funny. Uh, I think like um, Alexis said, though, it's really about communication Mm -hmm. Mm because whenever you get into something else with another person, if you don't already have that established, like that common, hey, are we on the same page? If we're yeah. not, can we discuss this? Yeah. It's not like a my way over her way yeah. or vice versa. It's always been a discussion That's from the very start. So, and then, you know, we had been talking about it for months until I finally came down here and was like, Tyler, I need you to answer. <laughs> I had like four pages in a notebook of questions and sat here one night and answered everything. That was fun. So what about you though? Like, how did you like with your when you started up? What was your like dry runs and things like that? Uh, I mean, I initially started on YouTube in 2016. Oh wow, yeah. that's when I graduated high school. <laughs> you can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't. Stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS CoV 2 on hard, non porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID 19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Show run off. Right? Dang. Um, but <laughs> when year okay. did you graduate high school? 2010, 11, somewhere around there. 2012 for me. Oh, you know. Yeah. I'm 20, 29. Oh, see, I'm, I'm 26. Oh. We're at a good age point, though. We're still good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. As soon as I get out of the Navy, I'll be, I'll be better. I think personally, yeah. like, I'm not right now trying, like, obviously, I can't rush to get out. I got a couple more years, but. Yeah. 
I'm just like I really want to be set up financially mm-hmm. and with a good job before I say deuces. Like oh, yeah, that's no, goals. Sure. Courtney's got a good drive. Like she's good to go. Savings, mm-hmm. everything. She yeah. literally is a role model to me. Like financially and everything, I'm yeah. learning from her. And I'm learning from her about the fun part of life. Oh. I never went to college. I just got out of high school. I went to the Navy. And I didn't really party or anything while I was, like, before I was 21, because mm. I was so scared to get in trouble. Because mm. they but can literally take your whole bad, life away. It's not yeah. bad to be responsible. Mm. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Me, mm. I lived out my early 20s. I did what I wanted to, when I wanted to, what, you know, did my thing. And yeah. for me, it's like these kids now, like in the military, 18, 19, jumping into marriage and things like that. Like, Silly. listen, if you're that age, please take your time because you're not going to be the same person five years later mm-hmm. like me five years ago i was i was slinging the life away right. so i mean do your, be smart think rose art thanks That's- anyways so your podcast Mm-hmm. What so you started on youtube i did and then i started um using my phone i started using spreaker um mm-hmm. So that was in what, 2016, 2017? Yeah, I was like 2017. And um, yeah, it just kind of went from there. And then I uh, actually got a chance because I did an interview in the um, the school studio for like my book. And they were like, oh, well, you know, you can come to the studio anytime. But they thought I was a communications major. And it was like, oh, you know, come, you know, do your show up there. And I was like, oh, all right. So I not transition. I think my dream, my hands down, my top two dream jobs would be a like um, photographer for National mm. Geographic mm. or a radio host. Mm. I could see you being a radio host, but like that job is like a dying breed. It is. It is. But for me, it's one of those things like I don't think the, I think if there's anything that's going to die off, the radio would be here no matter what, because it's not played off of just the Internet. Like we mm. have other satellites like that was the original freaking communication thing, you know. Yeah. So for me personally, I think it might be a dying breed now. Mm. But with the way the future is and everything like that, eventually we're going to have to mute and to just understand how to listen to people. That's I also true. feel like more and more like especially now with my generation Mm -hmm. it's like you look at things like style music everybody's starting to go back yeah i mean vinyl for one here's vinyl like vinyl wasn't bought at all 10 years ago but now it's selling more than albums are actual cds so you think about worldly and things like that like we are going to go back where radio is more of a thing once they take the damn commercials out you know what i mean but i mean in the morning times personally if i'm driving to work i'd rather listen to a talk show like i really would it just makes you feel oh wow these people are up with me thank goodness yeah i know i need to i miss npr it's kind of it was my um like my favorite uh, thing to listen to in the morning or in the afternoon, you know, as opposed to music. I can find a, kind of find my own music. I don't really like it on the radio. Yeah, I feel that. No, I mean, but for me personally, like, I don't like radio music mm-hmm. because it's always the same. It is. And that's their the problem. I mean, like, you think back in, like, the 60s and things like that, it was mm-hmm. always someone, somebody like, oh, I haven't heard this song in weeks. I'm so glad they're replaying it. Yeah. And now it's all about, oh, it's top hits, it's top hits. But for me personally, like, I rather listen to some alternative music. I get more mm-hmm. music from friends than I do on the radio. Yeah. That's actually how I got into listening to podcasts. I didn't listen to podcasts until, like, like last winter mm. um, when I was driving back and forth to see my fiance at his college. Fiance. I like that. <laughs> cool, fiance. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so driving back and forth, it was like, mm-hmm. um, I'm getting bored of listening to my same music because I'll listen to my playlist to death. Like, I've been listening 
to the same mix. I'll switch it up, but realistically, you shuffle your whole like library, you get everything. Like yeah. what I've been listening to since middle school. That's crazy. I mean, but I feel like it's a good thing that like don't get me wrong, I'm so happy with technology the way it is now because mm. music is like that is like my go to. I am the playlist queen. I got a playlist for everything. Ask okay. for it. I got playlists. Yeah, we share playlists on Apple. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> and it so, updates when she updates it. That is a deep relationship. You have to share music. Well, I mean, yeah, we do. Like, I mean, we really do listen to the same music, which is super cool because I can send her a song and be like, hey, what do you think about this? And she's like, oh, shit, that's a bop. But you know what I mean? Like, it just goes off of it. I feel that. But it's also one of those things, like, when you, like, find people that enjoy the same music as you, like... Me personally, I have friends back home that we enjoy the same music. So going to a show or something together, it's a different connection with that friend because right. you get to see how they are and how they feel and experience things. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's, that's always a good bond. It is. It really is. Like going to the movies or something isn't the same as listening to a good song with somebody you really care about. No, it's really not. I guess um, they say music is like the one of those gateways or portals into the into the heart you know, yeah it really is the, the music story. will always be here it will it, it will, will always be here it's a universal language because the is. drum is a drum anywhere you go yeah so i have a, um, a question for you ty What's so up? i've like watched your instagram and stuff obviously i've followed mm-hmm. pen drop discussions i've listened to your podcast they're great definitely a different vibe than our own which is why <laughs> we're going to mention you in our next episode because well, you do do some really good stuff with self-care and well, I mean, about we're going to be talking about stuff tonight with mental health, so you should come to our podcast tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if, if you want, like, seriously, because, I mean, I've gone through my stuff. I'm sure you've gone through your stuff. Courtney has gone through her stuff as a, you know, we all do. So I feel like, you know, we for could sure. get a good bop from it. I'm here for it. Hell yeah. But just looking at your social media, you connect with a lot of your listeners. Mm-hmm. And, like, how do you do that? Because yeah. we've tried to sneak it into our podcast, like, hey, message us mm-hmm. like comment on yeah. instagram shout out to us like what do you guys want to hear what do you like what are you not liking mm-hmm. and we've gotten a couple responses but honestly it's just from like our moms and like <laughs> some of our really close friends you know that are like really listening and, and paying attention and i know we just started we're just gonna be episode four it yeah is. so yeah. um how do you engage with them i guess like how are you getting that feedback so i'm actually um in question. the process of getting uh, of acquiring a social media manager um so what i've been doing so far is kind of just putting the putting it out there every single episode you know like hey you know if you want to come on the show if you want to oh that's um, a good idea we could invite people i'm sorry oh you're good um but you you know anything to get engaged i've done like a um what i do i did a book giveaway one episode um just something to like kind of make it make it uh, make appealing. people feel invited exactly that's cool you know and once you invite them in because the, the show is very um inclusive you know we talk about like um spiritual health mental health and um spiritual health, mental health physical health financial health um so you know it's kind of if i'm already inviting people into that personal space and i kind of have to yeah. you know and be inclusive in that way so um, definitely put my phone number out there for people to reach out. Although I don't always answer the phone because <laughs> you know sometimes I'm asleep. Well, this, a good nap. I love a good nap, and just as long as it's <laughs> within the hours, within the the right hours, and I'm good. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's how I, um, that's how I try to get engagement. Yeah, I feel like it's just gonna be you know 
a thing where it gradually builds itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we've been getting a lot more comfortable during recording. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was, I've mentioned it in our episodes, it's been a rough road. It was kind of spur of the moment. Honestly, we ordered the mics and three days later we were recording our first episode, but it had been planned yeah. and talked about, but we got so excited. We're like, let's just record this weekend. And we did. And so, um, but it was fun, like going through that whole experience, even though our very first episode recorded, we did not use it all. No, we didn't. It's, it's in our, it's in our bloopers. Honestly, it was, it was a funny episode. I found it funny, but My mom it was it not funny. ready. <laughs> it was not ready for human consumption. Yeah. That was new level. I feel that. That's what's up. So what was that first episode about? That, like curious. I said, that was when we were rambling about. Uh-huh. So yeah. we went to spin class that morning and mm-hmm. then we tried to, we're like, all right, we're going to go do this. We'll go home, shower, we'll meet back up. Mm-hmm. Meeting up was an issue in itself because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to come and park at your place. She's over in Silver Spring. I'm like, mm-hmm. we're going to be in Silver Spring. She's like, I got this great spot, but we're going to get lunch first. So I'm like, great. Because we wanted to go <laughs> in the quarry, but they mm. were closed. We wanted some tots. Hey, if you're ever in Silver Spring, Maryland, go to the quarry. It's fire. Okay. So mm. we are going to the quarry, and then we're going to go to this place right next to the quarry. Mm. We get to the place, and I'm like, oh, we probably should get a place with, like, a table mm-hmm. so we can set up the laptop and the microphone. I didn't really mm. think that through. <laughs> So she's like, all right, cool. And we look to the right, and there's a place with tables. So we're over there. People are walking by with their speakers playing. They're skateboarding. It was loud. There was horns honking, you know, typical city noise. We're like, fine, we could just edit it out. I'm a horrible editor. (laughs) So we couldn't have edited out. It was wholeheartedly going to be a piece of our podcast. We hadn't plugged our microphones in. We just unboxed them sitting at this table. (laughs) So we're like, let's just plug them in. I got three USB ports and two microphones. Like, this can't we be that difficult. We thought it was going to be so simple just to plug up and go. Yeah, but um, no. we couldn't get them to record together. So mm. we had to, like, download this app. I'm like, well, what if we go get a, a thing to extend my input USB? So we went to Best Buy. We were in there hunting for the right piece. Mm-hmm. We were there for probably, like, an hour yeah. because we were also looking at other things. Of course it happens. <laughs> best Buy happens. The Best Buy in Silver Spring is mm. the smallest, most trash, uh, like, Best Buy I've ever been. You know how when you go into Best Buy, it's like, oh my gosh, all this technology, it's another world. Yes. No, Best Buy is, like, vacant. Literally, oh, it's shoot. like a box. It's like you walk into a Ross compared to a TJ Maxx. Mm. It was terrible. Dang, that's, that sucks. I don't think that's the one my friend works at. Um, I think he works at this one. There's one in Rockville. That yeah. was nice. No, the one in Silver Spring is trash, <laughs> trash, trash. I'll never go there. Yeah, I'll so we got there. the piece we needed. We mm. went back out. We are on in the back of my truck. <laughs> we're like, let's just set up right here. We'll record right here. Mm. Like, Horrible idea again because the background noise was so loud. There was like rush hour traffic. But we still hadn't even figured out how to both speak in the mic with two different mics yet. So here we are. Courtney's like, all right, I know a place. So we go to this little quiet area park. Mm-hmm. And there's some cute little dogs. Excuse me. And uh, Courtney, we figured it out. And that we was figured our, it out. We recorded. That was our ramble. It was pretty, uh, it was definitely, it was an experience. We had like an hour before it got dark and we got it done. Nice. That's what I hear. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't perfect, and we sent it out to like our close friends and family members to be like, "What do y'all think? Like, do we sound okay?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "That was hilarious. You guys like, I would listen to that." So we kind of took that vibe, mm-hmm. but made more of like an outline. Gotcha. And also on top of that, like words that you know, like 
We shouldn't say. <laughs> I learned that. What, what words are those? What, what's on the, the I, can't, I can't say it. Okay, we'll talk about it off yeah. camera. Yeah, right. off camera. Yeah, off, yeah that's an all-fair conversation. And it's not like I said anything bad. I didn't mean about it, but it was just like, it's something that doesn't need to be out there recorded. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. just like, Courtney understood what I meant because we're friends, but someone yeah. new to the show wouldn't yeah. appreciate it. It could be it. off-putting. And we, that's a big part of our thing as well, and I know it is for you, too. You got to... Yeah. Um, speak to the crowd that could be listening in and as random as our podcast is um Mm -hmm. you know anybody can come and listen and probably enjoy it yeah um you know if you're looking for something comical something just to pass the time something easy to listen to something uh, that'll take you out of your you know your own brain and make you think oh well what would that person do that's what we're about right but we didn't want to offend anybody so we actually did come up with a note list that was a big piece of our yeah I remember that yeah yeah. we came up with a note list so you say with yours you say like spiritual health and all these things how Mm -hmm. do you go about using those without making feeling people intimidated I use my own stories like personal Mm -hmm. stories so I don't say uh, I learned a long time ago when you have conversations with people and it's it's something that is like more serious you Mm kind of want to not say you so much so they don't feel attacked so you know so it's like even even like in general conversation you know it's like um well i this is what i did you know Mm -hmm. so it's not like i'm giving you advice it's like well this is just what i did it's crazy you say that like that because Mm -hmm. when i was when i was younger and i first started going to therapy and things just you know because everyone therapy is not bad even if you're not crazy right (laughs) but um she always told me she goes instead of saying you feel like because i'd be like well you know, she would be like, say, I feel mm-hmm. own yourself before you project yourself. Exactly. Which was like something that like really, really took me back. So even now, whenever I get upset about something, I'll be like, well, I feel this way mm-hmm. and I want to feel this way. Exactly. And, you know, never. Yeah, I completely agree with that. That's I super think cool. A, another cool thing I've heard you do before on your podcast is you know we've all listened to it and we do listen we put out new episodes Mm -hmm. but then there was this one day back in like early spring and we're like hey you guys should go listen to this we're like well yeah we've been listening but you hinted Mm -hmm. at that day specifically because Uh you had like inconspicuously mixed all of our friend group into this metaphorical like (laughs) tale that included like bible verses and animals and like we're all sitting there like oh i think that one's me i think that story's about me but you would never know that it was about somebody else because That's of the way you spun cool. it and i thought exactly. it, it was a fun episode for me to listen to because i got the context right but like also like there was lessons to be learned from it exactly that's super cool i try i try i try you know it, it takes a little effort just a little bit not not too much um you know, you don't ever want to put anybody's stuff out there that's not necessarily trying to have their stuff. Yeah, out there. make them feel like. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. Never make someone feel small about who they are. No, because they're pretty. Big. Everybody's big in their own way. Not just yeah. that. I feel like everyone has to have their experiences, and no one should judge about it. Like who You're cares? Absolutely, absolutely you right. are who you are. That's you know what? I and saying. I was telling Courtney something about that earlier. I was mm-hmm. like. It's okay to go through dark times. Like, if you want to go get really, really crunchy drunk and do your thing, yeah. go do that. Like Crunchy find, drunk. Hey, I've been crunchy drunk. What is crunchy you drunk? You get real bitchy afterwards. Okay. Right. <laughs> I've never been crunchy drunk. I'm definitely the giggly drunk. No, I've had my... Uh, you give me brown liquor, you're going to see someone. And it's my attitude that gets sicker, not me vomiting. Oh. Yeah, but okay. I'm, just, I'm just one of those people. But I'm saying, like, if you ever have... Like, what I was saying, like... 
you have to go through your times and you have to find your way to dig yourself out of your hole. You're allowed to go in your dark hole, but you right. got to dig yourself out in a way that you need to do. Right. So, right. I mean, people like, you know, people who get stuck in that hole, it sucks when you don't have, you know, your own p- pathway. You know, you got to mm. guide yourself. Like some people get stuck in that hole and don't want to leave it. Yeah. And hey, you know, if you don't want to leave it, that's your life. Do you, man? Like do it. Yeah. And we were just talking about that. Um, actually this last week has been like a building episode on um on every on i was kind of like the every single level um that you go through in life has more struggles you know and it's like how can you how can you get yourself out of that hole and you know of course as you say i started painting Mm -hmm. you know um, those are great i appreciate that i mean they my husband paints he painted a giant james brown I mean, when I say giant, you see the wall behind you? Uh-huh. It's as big as that at my house. That's wild. Yeah. I think that's something that I would like to touch on mm-hmm. um, in our episode tonight is different ways to cope with what you're going yeah, through. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I agree for sure. Yeah. What's like one of your biggest things you do to cope with your things, Court? Because you're the more quiet one when you go through something. I am quiet. I am very reserved. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill nine. 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Let's make Vision Zero a reality in D.C., Almost half of DC's traffic fatalities come from impaired driving. These deaths are 100% preventable. Don't let impaired driving ruin your holiday. Always have a plan for a sober ride. Never drive impaired. DC police are arresting drunk and drugged drivers. Drive sober or get pulled over. A message from the District Department of Transportation and Metropolitan Police Department. Herbs. I mm-hmm. feel like nobody knows about it until it's over, until mm-hmm. I'm through it. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of weird stuff that I've done. So, you know, this summer I had my, I brought my kayak up here back from, you know, when I went home last, yeah. I would go fishing. I never caught anything, <laughs> but I was out there. I was outside. I yeah. felt comfortable. I felt like I was at home, but I knew that I wasn't. But for that hour that I was out there at the lake, it didn't occur to me that I wasn't there right. um, so I would say like my main method is distraction like whenever I'm going through something I st- mm. you know I had this phase where I saw this Instagram video of this guy that makes jewelry mm. oh, yeah. and I was like I could make jewelry oh yeah I saw that I never yeah. made a single piece of jewelry so yeah. whatever to know nothing's going up for sale yeah. but I was like yeah I could do that I was frequenting Home Depot like thinking yeah I'm gonna be a uh, I'm gonna be a jewelist or whatever. Yeah. A jeweler? Yeah. Jewel- uh, uh, jeweler. <laughs> jeweler. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, I find weird stuff, honestly. Like, I just like to distract myself. Yeah. I have a problem, though, for me. Like, when I feel like I can do something, I always am like, oh, I can do this. And I know I can do it. But it's like, I'll go ahead and start everything. Mm-hmm. And then I just lose interest in it. Like, that. Mm-hmm. that's my problem. I can't find anything to really, really pull me in. Mm-hmm. And keep me like, oh, I have my hobby. Like, you know, you have books. Courtney's mm-hmm. hobby is what Courtney does. There's, she's got mm-hmm. her hobbies. Right. Courtney, what are your hobbies? My hobbies? Um, here, like, I haven't found them yet. And yeah. I know I've just, like, I've 
beat the dead horse with my distaste for Maryland. I don't like Maryland. I don't like going out in Maryland. Yeah. You know what I gotta say something about Maryland? Maryland is almost like its own country, like Texas. Like Maryland mm. people are like die-hard Maryland people with yeah. their really tacky flag. No offense, but red and yellow is only for McDonald's, sis. Oh, that's so. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know my my hobbies. I like to just be with people. I'll be like, like I can stay inside mm-hmm. and just be in my shell, but only for so long. Like I like to be around people. I'm, yeah. I, I'm a, what's it called? The, um, uh, I'm an extrovert mm-hmm. to yeah. the fullest. I'm the middle version of that. Like yeah. me, I'm, I can talk to anybody and I'll talk to you about anything. Mm-hmm. But my thing is though, for me, like, like Courtney said, she's really, really outgoing. She likes to go and do stuff. But mm-hmm. me, if you don't like want to involve me in anything, I'm completely content being by myself. Nice. Are you an only child? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, okay. I have three other siblings. Okay, gotcha. I'm an only child. I know. I I have my moments of introversion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun, fun. But, like, for me, I'm also... Courtney's the only friend I've ever had that makes me feel like she's, like, a true friend. Mm. Um, only because she doesn't judge me. Mm. I have friends that judge me. Like, my... Mm. You know, like, you know, everyone has got those judgmental friends. Like, you know, mm. do your thing. But Courtney never makes me feel bad for my decisions. Mm. So, like, if I'm ever, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She's like, it's fine. You're just being you. Right. You know, it's it does get to the point sometimes where you just, like, you get taken back by people like her mm-hmm. who are just so true and pure. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. So, it's, it's really, really nice and refreshing. I am also... I think that is maybe a negative personality trait that I have, I don't go out of my way to make you my friend. That's, I, I don't think so that's negative. So if we're going to be yeah. friends, like, something wholesome had to have happened. Yeah. Like, something had to have stood out. I don't go looking for friends. I'm always Mm-mm. polite. I'm an extrovert. I can conversate with anybody. Yeah. But at the same time, I can turn around and be like, mm, didn't like their vibe. I say yeah. that all the time about you people, do. like... You know, and it's not to be rude and it's not in a trash talking type of way. I'm just like, I don't see myself hanging out with them ever again. I feel that way too about people. Like, that's why I think I've cut my circle so much as now that I've not just even gotten older, but even when I was younger, I didn't, I was never the one at the party. I was just there and I'm dipped. You know what I mean? Like, I never had a true set of friends. Like, I was a swinger of friends. Yeah, I've had the same thing. I mean, I actually got blessed to have the friends that I have now. Mm -hmm. Um, just like a group of us like we're not a well actually now we're a group yeah because it's like when we like when we see one you usually see like all of us yeah men are uh, a lot easier to have groups though than women are well it's a no I've never had like a group of you know like guy friends like it's always been like one guy from here one guy from there one guy from there one girl Mm -hmm. from here and you know just kind of like blended into like this this cohesive family yeah um, it's it's pretty amazing that's honestly. a that's a key word that it feels like family yeah. mm-hmm. i don't want to be friends with somebody where i can't be me to yeah. the fullest yeah, yeah absolutely like not. i met you in just before covid last time and yeah. we don't really talk like we used to just yeah. with a whole bunch of different things life but like every time i see you again it's mm-hmm. like nothing ever happened and i feel like that's yeah. really important like were you ever a true friend if that's not the feeling yeah you know no. like you just pick up like you didn't stop exactly that's how it to be. me like that's a friendship and if it didn't feel like that 
probably wasn't really a good friendship or one that you even intended to keep in the first place. No, that was not um, mutual on both sides. Me being myself, I can cut people off so easy. Oh, I already know. (laughs) I already know. I can tell. Um, I'm just like, okay, cool. Bye. mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't affect me. Like, it doesn't, like, yeah, eventually I'm like, oh, all right, I feel bad, but I started thinking about it. I'm like, why should I put energy in this? Like, if I feel this way now, I'm really going to feel about it down the road. It affects me in the sense of, like, well, what did I do? Like, was it something Mm -hmm. I did? Because you and I talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. I don't like confrontation, but I'm not going to be somebody's stepping stone at the same time. Like, if somebody gives it to me, I can give it right back. (laughs) Thanks. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sass. I got some sass in me. You got some sass just a little bit. Just but my sass is only projected if you really, really deserve it. Like I'm not gonna belittle you as a person. That's not no. in me. I'm not a vindictive person at all. I don't believe no. in that. That's karma that my aura does not need. Thank mm, you. Not at all. Yeah. You have to protect your energy at all costs and especially I guess this year it kinda just like brought everything home you know like COVID just being at home by yourself or you know trying to figure out those real friendships real relationships yeah, being and, married and have been going through COVID has mm-hmm. been how has that been that's interesting that's a good topic <laughs> look I adore my husband mm-hmm. and you know he's got his bubble of energy and bad things he has to deal with as a person everyone mm-hmm. does I don't judge you know but he is medically retired, so mm-hmm. he doesn't have to work because he gets paid, right? right. So, but him being at home the way he has, yeah. and then, you know, he's really possessive of me. Not possessive mm-hmm. in a bad way, but he's yeah. really, really clingy to me until I'm home. Yeah. And then he doesn't want anything to do with me. Because yeah. it's like, oh, okay, now you're here, I'm good, like, leave me alone. Yeah, but <laughs> I just want like, you he here. Just, he's been, for me, it's just been really, really, like, I can't get any breathing room, you know, because it's like, oh, I can't really go around in my apartment. I don't really like the area. Not that I don't like Silver Spring. It's a cool place to live, but it's like once you've seen a city, you've seen a city. You know what I mean? It's not like going back home and you know everything and you feel welcome wherever you go. So being here, it's like if I talk to somebody, it could be considered as, oh, what are you doing? Are you flirting? Things like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, people don't. For me, I'm not, like, I just have a natural, like, flirtatious personality. It's not that I'm flirting with you. It's just because I'm having a conversation. But some people don't view it as that. I think that's an air sign thing. Oh, well, I'm a fire sign, so. Are you really? Uh, Aries is fire? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I have a hard time with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody tells me how I'm supposed to be. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like me. You're right. That sounds about right. Yeah. I was reading a thing the other day about cancers because my dad was a cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was reading this thing. And I was like, wow. Courtney really does all this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me on the COVID on your relationship scale, I am the exact opposite situation as Alexis. Yeah. So my fiance is he graduated college and then had to go home, you know, right after. Mm -hmm. And so he's in Washington. I'm here in Maryland and it's, I haven't been able to go home like Mm -hmm. I would. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, you know, I wish I could be there, mm-hmm. um, and I can't. And so it puts a big strain on your relationship. It's like we've always done really good over the phone. We've had to. Right. Um, but there's always been that. I can come home whenever. Yeah. Now I can't. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we have that conversation, or at least I have that conversation with him. 
he tries to have that conversation, but, you know, guys don't always put it out there like we do. That's um, true. But I'm like, you know, I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling detached. I'm feeling distant. And it's not because I love him less or I think our relationship's in a bad spot. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, you feel like I don't want to be like this anymore, and but you have to, and you yeah. have to just push through that to get something better. Right. Yeah. So, like, with also, like, what you're saying was the whole connection thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like because COVID, my husband was good. He had a job and everything. He was going to start working. And then, like, you know, with COVID happening, we don't really. Mm-hmm. So, I had to go through his lows with mm-hmm. him. And he's not he's not really a person who likes his lows mm-hmm. at the worst. Is. <laughs> I know. But some people are still, like, very, very, like, all right, I'll go with the flow. You yeah. know what I mean? He's very anal and likes the way he lives his life. And I'm like, oh, do you? I don't give a shit. Okay. But it's one of those things with him. It's like all this stuff happened. He, we up and moved here. Mm. He left his children. Like, he mm. has to go through all these emotions because he can't just go get his kids right now with COVID. No. He can't do a lot. So him going through all that stuff breaks me. Mm. But he doesn't think that I'm being emotionally supportive because I don't really show a lot of emotion. Mm. Like, I'm like, I'm here for you, but I don't, I don't sound, I sound sarcastic. (laughs) People really, really think that I'm being sarcastic, but I'm truly here for you. But I mean, you were voting more sarcastic. I remember that, but that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was. It's my claim to fame. Yeah, Yeah. you are. (laughs) Wow. I would never think that. So (laughs) you can tell somebody you care about them all the time, but if they don't care about themselves, they won't believe you. I think Mm. For me, like, your husband doesn't like to talk about it. Eric doesn't like to acknowledge it. He'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, whatever you say, like, I'm going to be better. And I'm like, I don't want you to say that. Like, I want... That's a blanket statement. I don't want to mm-hmm. have an argument. I just want to have, like, an actual conversation. Yeah, yeah. that's my also And I feel I like, like he's, on. like, thinks it, you know, well, what if we're in a fragile state, I'm not going to say what I need to say. And it's like, no, just say it. I want Ooh. to have this conversation. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and he just, like, he's a very passive, very quiet guy, Mm. and I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we work great together, and we have Mm. a great relationship. He's my best friend, vice versa. Mm. But it's, like, when I'm feeling this way, I want to just be, like, maybe sometimes, like, I'm feeling that way, too, but he's, like, okay, well, I'll do that then. Or, like, how can I do that? I'm like, I can't tell you how to do that. Like, I wish yeah. I had all the answers. Yeah. But he, you, you know, I just, I almost want to have an argument about it. Not an argument. But, but like, you also want to, you want to have, like, one of those I want where feedback. you feel passion mm-hmm. through it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. me, this is something, like, with me, I'm always, like, down to talk. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here, like, let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people also that, like, I joke a lot when it's, just, when it's serious. Like, I just mm-hmm. have to. It's how I get through it. No you know sense. what I mean? Are you looking at my home my pants? No. Oh. I wasn't looking at that at all. Thank you. <laughs> um, but anyway, the, um, like, it's just one of those things. Like, my, like, for me, like, my husband is very, very, he's army infantry mentality. Mm-hmm. So it's so hard sometimes to sit there and just have a conversation about something mm-hmm. and him not feel like he's being like attacked in a certain way. Right. Cause I feel like with the army, don't get me wrong, like more power to you if you can do that. But the army changes your mentality completely. So one thing I'm happy about the Navy is I still get to be myself in a certain way. And it's I get, a bit more lax. It's a lot, it's a, it's a lot more lax, <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like the army, if you go into certain 
I guess rates. I don't. They call it what MOSs. MOS, yeah. But yeah, so there with the rates, our rates or whatever, our rates are going to be. We're here. We mm. also understand we're going to be with these people for a long time. Right. The army is being moved constantly. Right. So you always have to be on your, you know. And with us, we're just like, all right, we're here. We're going to do what we got to do. But him, it's just like it does get hard. It really does. And also, with, you know. COVID really just put a damper on the world for us. Yeah. So, yeah. We had all these plans to do all this stuff in D.C. Yeah. You know, and then we couldn't do anything. We had to just look at each other. Right. And That's, we're not that kind of couple. You're not that kind of couple. We don't. No, we're very free-spirited. Like, I've told mm-hmm. Courtney, my husband can do what he wants to with one, who, who he wants to. Mm-hmm. It's just we how we are. Me, I don't want to do, be with anybody else, but if mm-hmm. he wants to go have a drink with a girl and whatever, it's mm-hmm. just him being him. You know what I mean? Because I just feel like men and women have different ways they live uh i mean i guess i could agree to that to a certain extent uh, women are a lot more emotionally attached and they can do something and they don't get connected like that oh no i mean i got pretty connected when i um participated in things that i shouldn't have participated every in. time no not every time okay yeah <laughs> well I, I hear you um I mean, but there's some women that don't get attached as well well it is but they always it's just you're not a woman you don't get it like, I'm just going to say that, like, okay. women will always, like, remember that one time with that person, mm-hmm. but men would be like, oh, what was her name? Oof. Yeah, that, yeah, that's real. That is real. So. I hear you. But, I mean, so, I'm hearing you guys are uh, talking about, like, communication with your spouses. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say spouses, because you're pretty much there. Close enough. Yeah, right? <laughs> um... So yeah, what? Oh man, I had a thought. I literally lost it. Oh, because you were. It was legitimately on my tongue. Um, We we had started off talking about like the relationship between you guys and the communication that you shared, Mm -hmm. and you guys like clearly have like those same principles for your relationship. That's pretty Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, You know, I'm a single guy. you have great nails though for a single guy. You don't really bite them. That looks great. No, I don't. I don't bite them. (laughs) Tyler has the most intricate self-care routine for a male i have ever seen i so support this you I go bro i try i try i do what i can um it actually um came from somebody that you know was interested in me and you know i was interested hey let in me it. tell you something there's mm-hmm. good things about dating people because you learn things about yourself that yeah. one thing you never come to or think about doing for yourself yeah. like my husband for one mm-hmm. he has made me feel like i can be a girl even though the military has stripped that from me completely and it's taken a lot because it's hard to be a woman and feel feminine in the military because you can't do anything you see on instagram or tiktok or facebook none of those trends that you're like oh yeah i could do my makeup like that no no no, you can't because (laughs) baby wants this fight and we can't even have our nails painted a certain color, which I think mm-hmm. is stupid because what is my nails painted black going to do? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but at the end of the day, like, you know, us having to wear our hair back all the time. Yeah. Ponytails are just as effective, I'm just going to say. I quit doing my hair because <laughs> I saw somebody's hairline recently. <laughs> I'm not going to name names because I got a couple people that I work with listening. Oh, man. But I said... It ain't gonna be me. Not gonna lose my hairline. Now here, and I was like, I just was sitting in the office one day, and that person came in, and I was like, "Whoa, we do our hair the same way." That person's been in for 
almost 20 years. She's talking about me. No, I've been in for almost five years. Mm. Wow. I have to stop today. And the next day, that was it. That was it. That was, that was the one. And my, my leadership asked me, are they like, why did you stop? Like, what's up with your hair? And I'm like, whole, like honest answer right now. I saw that person's hair and I said, no. You know, honestly, that, that is be me. that is the that is actually where we draw the line is with hair. Um, <laughs> when we were in boot camp and they, you know, pushed my hairline back a little bit, I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm doing this twenty years thing anymore. Like, yeah. you know, like right before, like I don't. Mm-hmm. I'll go through a lot of stuff for the military. I don't no. regret joining, but like the I way that I look, I feel like I'm starting to find myself again. I'm starting to just. Yeah. Pretend that I'm not in anymore. Facts. Not like my ear pierced. I wear it to work, not mm-hmm. supposed to. But like, you know, I'm like, okay, well, this is who I want to look like, and mm-hmm. I can finally be that person. Right. And what are they gonna say? And it may blows my mind because we're allowed to be tatted up, but we yeah. can't have our nails. Done. Yeah, I can have a face tattoo, mm. but my nails can't be purple. Well, no, I mean, because purple goes against, you know, like. The just right, the but they can vibe. be they can be pink. You tell me, pink goes with my uniform. Okay, so when I used to wear a blue uniform, mm-hmm. the old camo uniform was blue. Oh yeah, you've been in for a minute. <laughs> I couldn't get blue nails, no, but they're didn't. like that would detract mm-hmm. from the uniform. Like it actually matches with the uniform. Like yeah. I could match it to the uniform and they would find a reason for it not, right? I could argue that red goes with the uniform. Like, okay, well, you want me to match my uniform? I'll wear my dress blues in here every day because the stripe on there is red. Thanks. <laughs> Wait, you, is Corman a fireman, right? No, I got a stripe because I've been in forever. Yeah, you oh, get a every yeah. four years. I got a hash mark because I'm old. Oh, yeah, I have not It's not red because I've been in trouble. It's red because I haven't been in long enough. I feel you. <laughs> so you gonna stay in 20? No, I'm just going to have myself set up before I get out. I feel you. You said that. Yeah, yeah. I'm... My thing is, it's not that I couldn't do the 20. I think I could. It's just I want to mm-hmm. smoke pot. I if they you. make it where we can smoke pot, I'll stay in forever. But for me personally, mm-hmm. I'd rather have a joint than have a glass of wine. I feel you. And I also, a glass of wine. I've had three tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, buzzed. <laughs> but my thing is also with like having a child and everything like that. Cause my mom had like my whole family alcoholics, but mm. for me, it's one of those things. Like, I feel like I have really bad connection issues. Like mm. I have really bad, like I get really scared when I start like dogs freak me out. Cause they mm. love you so much. And, I'm out. I don't like dogs cause of that. I like your dog. I like dogs that are other people's, but not my own. Is that like a human thing too? Like you get freaked out if people love you too much. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Why is that? I just have connection issues. Like my husband, mm-hmm. I'm cool with him not touching me for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Him cuddling me for like five minutes is enough and then I'm good. That's wild. Yeah. Oh man. I'm sorry to hear that. It's not a bad way to be. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just how I am. Also, dogs just, <laughs> they're real licky. That's why I like my cat. Cause I my love cat, dogs. Yeah, I know you do. You're so cute. <laughs> But, like, my cat, she'll love me when she wants to, and then she'll dip, and I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? It's just, I'm a cat person. She's a dog person. It's two different people. Right, right, right. I feel that. She's also a person who could share a bed with a twin-size bed with her fiancé and be so happy about it. Hell no. Not me. I got to spread eagle that bit. I don't have personal space. I don't have that concept. When you're with 
anybody. Oh, I feel you. I feel that. Like, me and Courtney's, like, we don't hug her and say I love you and things like that, which I truly mean it. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, for me, like, I'm not going to sit here and get in your armpit and let you just rub me. That would give me anxiety. I wouldn't do that. Yes, you would. (laughs) If I laid on you and said I needed a hug, you'd be like, oh, I got you, baby. Yeah, I'd give you a hug, but, like, you're also opposite of me where you have a personal space bubble. I do. So if she doesn't initiate a hug or whatever, I'm not going to approach. Oh, well, that's... I'm sorry. I kind of hugged you when you came No, it didn't bother me. But that's different. That's different. But, like, Mm -hmm. I'm talking, like, those long, I need a hug hugs. Oh, gotcha. Like, sometimes she's having a rough day. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a, she's having a hard time, and I just put my hand on her shoulder. No. But that's all I need. She no. doesn't need me in her space right now. <laughs> but like for me, if somebody came up and just like gave me a hug, and it was like one of those like grandma hugs where they like rub your back a little bit. Yeah. It's like, wow, that was nice. See, with yeah. my little brother though, me and my brother, he can hug me like that, and I'm mm. so happy. My brother, he just, it's just, he's my like, mm. he's my little person, I guess, in a weird way. No. So if he hugs me in a certain way, it's true, but it's one of those like, I can get it. I can, he can hug me. Mm-hmm. once for six months and that's all I need what and about when we got out of boot camp how weird was that when you finally had a human to human contact for the first time wasn't that weird was a lot. weren't you I like see. whoa yeah. <laughs> Who's, for me? who has their hands on me yeah, yeah boot camp actually made me detach more from people it, it was did. really it was a weird feeling like my mom dad came and found me mm-hmm. and because they have to come find you while you're like looking for your rain jacket and they came Seven up and my years. mom like wrapped me up and I was like oh god Somebody's touching me. Yeah, <laughs> For me, it's like also boot camp also kind of changed me too a lot. Like not in a bad way, but like the whole taking personal contact out completely. Because mm. I can be very affectionate, but I'm just like I just I respect people. Like you know, that's your your bubble. Yeah. But like for me, it's like people not touch me for that long. It was just like made me feel like oh well, I don't need I'm good like I don't need you to touch me or hug me. I think another thing about me that Tyler actually pointed out and I never claimed it is something that I do until I heard from Tyler mm-hmm. but um he's like you're an analyzer oh like, you you'll are sit and analyze the room and read everybody in it before having an interaction and I'm like I do because I don't want to do the wrong thing I don't like confrontation right I don't want to be that person who's too much Unless you're another person that's too much. And we can be too much together. But you're also one of those people, though, who respects other people. I think that's something like, because, you know, like, you know how you grew up. You didn't grow up around a lot of black people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you came into the environment where you have more black friends and things like that, you gave more understanding of who they are and you Mm -hmm. can grow and understand the things they've gone through. Like, you know, with all this Black Lives Matter and things like that, it opened both of our eyes on some things that we didn't know. Mm -hmm. We we went Mm -hmm. to a dinner with uh, our coworkers, um, Miss Terrell and Miss Simona. Fridays. Yeah, TJ Fridays, that's our thing. Fridays night, Tyler was our (laughs) dude. Yeah, that's right, you were. Yeah, we're going on the the next Friday too with them again, but they Mm -hmm. explained some things that was completely amazing that mm-hmm. me and Courtney didn't understand because I feel like personally for me to talk to women that are older mm-hmm. than people that are our age because people just get heated you know people that are you know older and they're more you know they've, they've been through it they're like no this is how you should look at it or maybe if you don't want to look at it that way but there's things that we'll say and they're like wow we never thought about it on your end either yeah. so it's like really cool to have conversations with people about it and people actually learn and grow and become different and that's what Courtney does with every situation she's in I like, I like to that. learn um, you know or I have a lot of questions and I wouldn't ever just ask my questions because mm-hmm. They could definitely be perceived 
wrong or taken the wrong way. So mm-hmm. when I have a question to ask, I usually have had that question for like a month or more. You just sit on it. And I was waiting for the right person to ask. No. Because if I don't feel like I could have that open conversation, be like, hey, I have an ignorant question, but I've been wondering, you know, and it's usually about cultural differences mm-hmm. or sometimes maybe politics or, you know, um, just big things that are happening in the world. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I got to ask you about this. and But I could never just ask anybody right because you never know how it's going to be taken so i like to just see i feel everybody out and then i find that one person or that little group of people i'll be like hey i have a question yeah and i haven't had a like a negative reaction yet that's good i mean honestly me i'm the opposite i'll ask you if you get insulted then i mean i'm sorry if you feel that way it's your own bad energy not mine i'm not coming at you that way right but that's the difference she i don't mind confrontation because it's only coming to confrontation because you felt away and i'm sorry about that (laughs) yeah but i mean if somebody asks me something blatant like uncomfortable i'm like straight up about it but i can't my problem is with me I don't get angry about stuff like that so Mm -hmm. I don't feel like other people should but that's just my mentality I feel a little selfish about that but you know it's one of those things but I also won't ask really like over the top questions to people that I don't really know unless it's just one of those things I do I say stuff all the time but but it's not a bad way I think it's the way it's approached as well Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe that's a reason that I've came to this way that I have these discussions because Mm -hmm. I've asked people before and it wasn't perceived right. You know, I've had assumptions made about me and I don't like that because I don't, I don't ever make assumptions about somebody else, Mm -hmm. you know, or I do, but I I drive a Subaru. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't ever, I don't ever, you know, tell people these assumptions and I'm a big, like, I like to like think of like your whole life story before mm. we've never probably even talked really. Thanks. But I'll never tell you what that was if we never became close enough for me to be like, hey, by the way, this is definitely what I thought of you, and yeah. it's ninety nine percent of the time wrong. Courtney thought I was an eighteen year old girl who had no life experience. I did. I mean, you don't look. And you 26. never would have known that unless we became a closer friend like we did. Yeah. yeah. I don't look my age, but yeah. it's because I don't get in the sun. I use sunscreen three times a day. I thought Tyler okay. was underage. I know. Yeah. Showed up to Bible study, wilding. So did. what do you guys, like, I've never really <laughs> experienced the whole Bible study thing, but, like, what do you guys do in that? Um, so... Because yeah. I'm not, I'm not. I've done Bible study in a while. You've done Bible study in a minute. I'm yeah. not very, I'm not very religious or <laughs> any type of spirituality with anything christianity or anything like that Mm. so it's one of those things like i am so cool about everyone doing their thing i love Mm. it you do you like i find it beautiful that you have that passion with that being but me personally i've never had a connection with anything like that Mm. it's very trapping to me and i feel uncomfortable so i'm gonna ask you a question have you um i grew up in a very very christian family too Okay, so did they Bible beat you? Because, you know, Georgia's like the Bible belt. You okay? Yeah, okay. like my sister yeah. got beat with the Bible when she thought she was gay at 13 or 15. Mm. But that was different. Gotcha. Are you close to your parents? Well, well, not your not not my dad. Right? <laughs> my dad's period. But yeah. um, me and my mom are close, but we're only close when I'm far away from her. Like, mm. right, like Courtney, we talk to her all the time. Yeah. But I've never been close, like okay so I've always been a Klingon to my mom mm. like even when I was very little like a child with my mom and stuff like growing up 
I was always so close to her because losing my dad at a young age, it was hard for me. So I was really clingy with her. And I hit a point where <laughs> whenever I'm being clingy with her, it just, uh, it grew into something. And at 14, 13, 14, my mom started like partying and stuff. So I lost my mom and I had to figure out stuff on my own at that age. And I was, it was really hard for me. So I think that's why I have such bad connection issues now. And I don't like being close to people in certain ways. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I know we actually took a little break. It took a segment. <laughs> and we went upstairs and recorded yeah. Dazzle the Dazzle podcast, which is coming out Wednesday. Yes. Every Wednesday. That is So honestly, like it's crazy. Um, that we cut out and talked about mental health mm -hmm. up there and then you know it, it was it's a good podcast you guys got to check that out and where's that available at again it's on spreaker spotify um apple Podcasts, and then if you go to our instagram mm -hmm. razzle.and.dazzle um yes. you'll find the, the link the direct download link on there as well amazing amazing in our, in our bio section yes in the bio section they've got some pretty funny um content they've got some amazing videos if you haven't followed them on ig already <laughs> please do there's uh some treats up there um today especially today yeah. of all days you got charlie brown and a saxophone solo for real I was so, it. she slayed it she really did you know the crazy <laughs> part is that this is a uh, team tourney you guys uh may or may not know and i guess we gotta add a new nickname in there for you I guess you should call me Austin. Austin. <laughs> That's Austin. How are we gonna, how are we gonna, we'll figure it out. We'll figure we'll it out. We'll tell you later. Right. That, that'll, that'll be at another time. Um, was there anything else you guys wanted to throw in there? Um, I would like to say we appreciate you listening to us. It was a good time. Yeah, it was definitely a really great conversation. Carried on to another conversation. Um that was our first interview. I know it's not your first, but um, we appreciate the, I guess, collaboration. Yes. Um, and not just so that, even more on top of the collaboration, just the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We know I'm always here for a good conversation. You Absolutely. Know, true. You know, um, it was, ah, it's always a pleasure to be around, honestly. You of course, know, of course. Courtney's one of my favorite people here, probably. Definitely top five. Definitely what? top five. Top five? I'm yeah. honored. Yeah, you know. <laughs> You're in my top five as well, Ty. Oh. What? For it. <laughs> you guys caught I'm the I'm in my five. own top five, too, with all my personality. You're in the top five. Yeah. One of my five. You can. Well, I mean, I don't know you that closely yet. But I can be your top 12. Top 12? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't like it's a lot doable. of people here. So it's yeah, doable. It, it really is. I mean, twelve is that's a you know it's an odd number. But you know, yesterday was the twelfth, and my mom's birthday is twelve twelve. What? Yeah, I did you mom. know six years ago it was twelve thirteen fourteen? I did. Yeah, Ask her I how know. she knows that. Tell how, do you, how do you know that? Facebook post from six years ago. Who out. allowed us to have teenage Facebooks? I don't know. I had no business. Who? Who Honestly. allowed me to have a MySpace at 12 years old is what I want to know. I never had a MySpace. Wow, you're young as fuck. Well, I mean, I knew of it, but, like, my mom was like, no, you can't have a MySpace. Oh, you know my favorite MySpace, like, page? Mm -hmm. I did all the blinking pink and green lips, and lip gloss was popping mm -hmm. by, uh... Uh, lip gloss was popping. By what's your, what's your name? Yeah. Dang it. 
I need spin just charged me. For what? My thing, but I thought oh. it was supposed to charge me on the 15th. It definitely was. Right. Yeah, I'm sitting here trying to. Yeah, so also caught up. Uh, you got to tune in to Razzle and Dazzle. And you understand here. our yeah. problem. Yeah. <laughs> We're oh going God. through it. <laughs> For real. That is. It, tune into Razzle and Dazzle. Yeah, yep. tune in the conversation. But um, I appreciate you guys for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. You are welcome, sir. And thank you for coming on to ours. Absolutely. I feel like that was part one of many more. Absolutely. That Anytime, was a great conversation. Look, if it's not, I live right upstairs. I'm going to come barge in on you. You better you, you live know? downstairs from her. Yeah, I do. I thought, wait, what did I say? On the fifth floor. Upstairs. Oh. I'm going to elevate her right away. You know, stairs, stairs, stairs are feeling crazy. Yeah, I'm feeling real crazy. <laughs> I took the stairs. They're not bad. They're not because I don't like. Those I don't elevators. like the stairs. I love the stairs because that elevator almost like shut down. I've gotten me. trapped in the elevator. That elevator and the you, fire department had to come get me. You did. Yeah. In a group of ten other people, it was the day, an overloaded elevator. The day y'all were supposed to be cleaning. Yeah. I don't go. To and those. guess what? What? We still had to clean when they got us out. <laughs> it was ghetto. Why did you do that, by the way? What do you mean? Why did you do that? Why is that like going to your it's, volunteer hours? No, we have to. We have to field day. You have to too. They just don't know you're here. Third floor. Who, Y'all had a thing last week. Who told you? Who told if you? If there's a schedule on the elevator. Who told you you had to go? Your chain of command sends out an email. My chain of command sends out an email. Oh. There's a roster. Oh. <laughs> That's tough. Well, tune in to more conversations like this. Of course, you'll you'll hear some some good stuff. But thank you guys again. Um, peace and love. Thanks, guys. control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.